Welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg. Greg just gave us an open mouth smile, by the way, which is, is amazing. Uh, today's uh, topics are going to be hobbies, bad ideas, flying, funny names, and Dr. Smith's first rectal. So the other day, you and I were talking about hobbies, and I was mentioning how I was kind of getting less interested in that request. Uh, and, uh, Good for you. I've never been more proud. Yeah, I, I, I uh, you know, it became like a job, and, and I, I felt a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is a job guilt hobby, and I, I don't, you know. So, so we talked about about some other hobbies, and you know, one you you suggested I take up editing podcasts. <laughs> and, uh, and and after trying to remove nasal snorts and the you know the sounds we make that, that I say just did I love three. that sound I did Our three. listeners love that and, sound and I'm trying to remove them you know and and so um, it is uh, an interesting hobby editing podcasts did uh, it infuriate you did it did it, it raise your your anxiety you know level? that you know for viewers at home uh, just over my left eye I have a vein and it begins to pulse and throb at certain times. Usually not because of anything Greg has done, but, but well, often I, I did snort a lot in the there was the, some snorting the unused I, it, portion of the it I wasn't actual there, snorting. It's the the position of the microphone was picking. It was up nasal some, wind. Some nasal nasal. It was the howling wind of your nose. Yes, was like, but uh, no, I tried to actually excise those things, and it was uh, it was painful. So I have decided. I was thinking of some other hobbies that I'm going to bounce off you tonight mm-hmm. to see if you might. Oh, think good. That. So one hobby I thought is I was gonna I'm going to go to different GameStop stores. And go into the store with a big grin and go up to the guy at the counter and say, Hello, I'd like to buy the game with the gun in it. And just sort of see what his, his reaction might be. <clears throat> and, and when he looks flummoxed, Greg, he'll look at me and go, I don't know what you mean, sir. I say, Oh no, not to worry, not to worry. I'd like to buy the gun the uh, I'd like to buy the, the game with the with the sword in it. And see how he would uh <laughs> So I think what you're what you're referring to is the homogenous of all video well games. I mean it's it's almost ridiculous isn't it I mean uh, they, they have either a sword or a gun and some have both sword and gun you know particularly uh, uh, anything in the 40k world you've got a which hand do you use? You know, I mean, do you use a sword in your left hand so you can shoot straight? Or do you use the, the, the gun in your left hand so you can use the sword it's well? It's the gun in the left hand. Gun in the left the hand. Gun in the, in the non-dominant hand. I see. And the sword in your dominant hand. Okay. I think that that's, that's, the, that's the right way to go. It would make sense. I suppose you would have a better chance of, of simply pulling a trigger and aiming at something. But uh, but anyway, yeah. No, we need uh, to do some field research. We Yes, yeah. I have a sword. I don't have a gun. No, no, no. My mom has a gun. My mom has many. Your guns. mom has a gun. My mom That's has a very scary many weapons. Which scary. I, yeah. But getting back to hobbies, the other thing I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about late at night, sneaking into pig farms and feeding the pigs bacon. <laughs> because there's a there's a delicious irony in no. that. <laughs> would, you, would the bacon become more delicious? That's that's well, what, it's that's like recycling wants, bacon. I mean, it's you know, you are what you eat. You know, literally, and and uh, uh, maybe a, maybe a, a ham steak. So, so here's a bit of a this is like sort of like a hobby within a hobby. So uh, I go to an event called Penzik, yes, right, which we will not go into great detail here, uh, but it is an, an amazing event. Uh, it's a Involves camping and uh, medieval and Renaissance fair enthusiasts, uh, and there's, there's uh, at Penzik there's twelve thousand campers at this event. Yeah. Right? And again, we'll go into detail about Penzik another time. But while I was at Penzik last week, 
I had a crazy idea, sort of like a hobby, or you can call it a hobby. I had set up the tent for myself and my wife, and yeah. these are these are sort of military style canvas tents with lots of wood wood bits and, mm, yes. and, and poles and everything like that. And there are thousands of them in this campground. And uh, I had the van, and I just had this thought: if I were to take a rope yeah. and tie it to that tree, a long rope, yeah. and tie the other end of the rope to my van, uh-huh. and run the van up the road, uh-huh. take a right. And just clothesline all, every tent I can see, <laughs> right? And just, yeah. just cl- clear yeah. it out, clear it out. Just, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. Well, I, you know, it's actually interesting. I, I once thought uh, of, of something. I, I, I For a while, probably maybe five, six years ago, uh, amongst the younger class, it was all the rage to wear a big, crazy hat, like a cat in a hat hat. Sure. And it was all I could do not to just run screaming at them and m- just knock that hat right off with my right hand. Just just watch it you hit the ground and roll, and and then just go, sorry, I, I'm sorry, and, and walk away. <laughs> As I'm thinking about taking out dozens and dozens and dozens of tents with the clotheslining it with a rope tied to my yeah, van, which is a bit antisocial. It's very anti. It's it's. I am an agent of chaos. It's well, so chaos. I think is the fair. <laughs> I think the issue is that uh, uh, I know 80% in my head. I can anticipate 80% of yep. what the result would be. But there's well, 20% missing. There's 20% that I'm unsure of, and there's a single way to determine what that is. Okay. That's to, that's to do it. And in my head, I'm like, uh, I just I couldn't get out of my head. Our, see, see, I have a little man that says, Tyler, although this seems interesting to you, we're just not going to do that. He, he he closes a little door and locks well, it. And I didn't no, do it. Okay, didn't good. Do I'm, I'm going to leave. But I did dwell on it for longer than, than is uh, socially acceptable. It would have caused uh, a lot of uh, a lot of angry Renfair <laughs> SCA. Yes. Actually, in fact, I think... A lot I think, of angry history buffs. I, I, I think they're probably... Your head would have been in a basket. By yeah, the end I would of the have day. been. Yes, they, they would have just cut your head right off, and uh, and, and that would have been it. Um, so um, it goes along that the same I, I, thing. I'd be sad if you died. I, I, I'm I'm glad died. to hear that. Yeah, I'm glad. It's be, along I'd the same thing happy. where when I, I have keys in my hand and I'm on a like walking through Providence or what, mm-hmm. and I I walk across a bridge and the, over the river. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is throw those keys in the river. Really, that is all I want to do, and I I actually tighten my grip. There's a, there's a psychological. This is fascinating. I had no this. idea you were this unstable. No, this is a very common common thing. <laughs> it's a very common thing, but you, I, I really want to throw. And one time I was uh, uh, walking uh, across a bridge, and I had a, a, a boombox in my hand, holding it by the handle. Yeah. And all I wanted to do was take that boombox and swing it as hard as I could and fling it into the river. That's all I wanted to do. Uh, it's, 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 it's the same it's, the same thing when you're at the edge of a of a of a cliff or the edge of a building I've never felt and you that. feel that you feel the urge to, to jump no but you I've, don't. I've never actually felt that never felt no that. I, I have the urge to get the hell away from the edge <laughs> that's that's my uh, well I, I I'm glad though you've shown good sense and have not in fact thrown your boombox into the river um, there was an individual I knew who uh, I'm not sure this is illustrating the same point but uh, she uh, was in a parking lot going into uh, apparently a mall or something and uh, she sees a very expensive car, a Lexus, parked across two spots, and she just reached into her pocket, took out her keys, and shink! 
Ouch. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, but she actually did it is the problem. So you actually just think about it and you say, all right, you know. But, well, uh, for, but I'm thinking about nonsense. True. The things that, that I want to do are in, they're in not a, a reaction to some negative stimuli that I received. Right, right. She saw something yeah. that enraged her yeah. and then took, so, took so, an so, so that's something that in my mind... is pure chaos. There's no actual chaos. sense of, of anger right. and no, or And no actual... Act, this theoretical chaos. Yeah, just right? to, yeah. What so if I... She has uh, taken action. Now, as, as a person listening to that story, I'm conflicted because on the one hand, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But on the other well, hand, I'm like, we can't live in a world with stuff like that. We're living happens. in a society here, man. We're, a society. There, there are rules. There are rules in this society, which, uh, well, I, you know, I I, uh, I I call that going all Arya Stark on someone because uh, it's just, you know, I am not, I am judge, jury, and executioner here, and uh, we'll mete out justice. So, um, as usual, you flew here today. <laughs> yeah, I flew here. No, I did yeah, not fly. Pro- I did not fly in, here into today. PVD, and I picked you up and. Uh, I, because yeah, yeah. you live in Scranton, don't you? No, I don't live in Scranton. Oh. I live in Cranston. Cranston. Uh, so anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about um, flying. Yeah. Because I had a very... Ex- but You know what if it intrigues me about flying? You can have a friend who went to the moon, or he went to Iceland, or he went to some, some kind of... Biz- Thailand, some kind of bizarre, yeah. exotic place. Right. And when they come back, how was your vacation? Oh, it was great. The flight was a nightmare. And they go on <laughs> 20 minutes about the flight. Yeah. Right, because that's more interesting it's than, more interesting. than, than well, seeing like you know the temple of the whatever and the. Well, I went to the, Finland, right? Which is a bizarre. Who goes to Finland? You went right? to Finland. I went to Finland, and uh, uh, this is for a job. I, I actually uh, in a previous job, I, I would work on the. Actually, it was it's kind of crazy. It was the mini golf courses that are on the back of Royal Caribbean cruise ships. Really, I worked for a company that provided those mini golf. Did courses. you design them? I designed. Well, they, they were. We didn't design them. I think the design was uh, provided to us. I'm actually not really sure. Mostly, I I, I oversaw the fabrication uh, and the installation of, of these okay. of these things, and some there was some design work involved as well. So uh, I had to fly over to Finland and yeah. then watch how these things, how our team installs them, so I could go back and improve improve the how we fabricated sure, them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, flying over to Finland, flying alone, and there was a, you know you're flying you. I think I flew to. Uh, um, Switzerland, and then then flew to Finland. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I it was coach, and uh, I I I almost lost my marbles. <laughs> How long was the flight? I think it was it wasn't long. It was like eight hours. The first leg of the flight was like eight hours, and it was like a four hours. The second leg of yeah. the flight it wasn't that long. And uh, so I don't know. I'm on the plane, and I got this guy next to me, and he's like, you know, the, so Americans we dress like we're we're you know sweatpants and you know flip yeah. flip flops. The guy next to me is clearly a European guy. He's smartly dressed and skinny, yeah, and quiet, yeah, right. And he, so he's next to me, and he's asleep. So we're on this flight, and they the it's nighttime, and everyone on the plane is asleep, and I'm sitting there, and I can't sleep, and I'm in my chair. In little coach chair, yeah, and I'm starting to freak out, yeah. And I don't, and again, we, we've talked one other time about about a time where I, I had gotten stuck in a in a, a the lemon squeezer, tiny small the, kid, the, the, the lemon, squeezer, lemon squeezer, right? squeezer, yeah. And this is the second uh, the experience in my life. So this is the second time in my life where I've had some kind of really major anxiety inducing event. Planes other are, than planes that, are tough. Never, yeah. never, I'm rock solid. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I can't I can't handle this being on this being here anymore. I, I, I can't handle it. And there's nowhere. And as to I, go. I, I I'm like, I gotta I gotta tell the nurse uh, the nurse. I gotta tell the, the the stewardess rather. Yeah. Right. I gotta I gotta I gotta tell her. And uh, and then I'm like, 
if, if I tell her the solution is for me to continue sitting here. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, that's not entirely true. The solution is for you to continue sitting there with a Xanax on board. Yeah, well, so... And that is a solution. They'll give you Xanax, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah they carry it. Yeah. So I didn't know that and at the time. I'm like, and my, so then I getting back into that circular thinking where I'm like, I can't sit here. I'm going to tell her I can't sit here. She's going to tell me, continue sitting here. That is unacceptable. Yeah. And I started to, to and, and I'm like, well, I got to let her know because if I start to like... Yeah, get yeah. up and wander and get weird. I need her to be aware of that so she can like knock me out or whatever. They tackle right. me, whatever she's got to do. Slap you around a little Slap bit. me yeah. around, yeah. you know. And uh, and then as, as soon as I'm like looking to get her attention, the lights came on. Yeah. And then I was fine. They it, came out, they gave it a sandwich, they gave you a snack. It was, yeah. like, it was like the last, something the last couple changed, hours. Something changed in your well, environment. Well, so yeah. now on the way home, uh, I uh, was bumped up to business class. Okay. Which was delightful. Really? And uh, Just that extra room was enough to... Oh, I, I, the, we landed and I'm like, really? I'm really? Like, the mo- my movie's not over yet. Can I hang around for a bit? It was, you're in a lounge chair. You know, you're in like a giant... Was that back. actually first class or was it? Was it? I don't know. I was busy. first class. Maybe it was first class. Been first I, what, class. what do I know? Yeah. I've never. I have no experience. Well, here's here's the things. here's I can tell. I can tell. It, there's usually a little curtain. Okay. There's a there's a curtain to separate you from the proles, the hoi polloi herd in back of you. That's the difference between first and and, and, and regular. Class. Well, that's so. No, no, um, so I, I go up there and I they, they bump me up because my my flight got canceled. The, 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 so I, we're the tiny tiny little airport and the plane comes in. And there's no no tube that goes over and connects to the airplane yes. and lets you get in. You have to get out of the building yeah. in Finland, right? So it's like like you know Arctic temperatures. Right. You get out of the building, you walk across the tarmac, and you walk up the stairs. By the way, that's into a good word. Hmm? Tarmac. Tarmac is a, a nice word. word. That is yeah. a nice. I just word, have to yeah. point that out. Anyway, yeah. go on, go on. So the the so the plane lands, and we're sitting there in the in the airport, and we're looking out the window, and all of a sudden, we're not getting on the plane, and then then. Then these guys come out in these jumpsuits, mechanics, and they've got a they've got a, a, a ladder on wheels, and they're they're bringing up to the engine. Then the captain comes out, and the captain and the two uh, mechanics, they're up at the tarmac, they're looking up the engine, they're pointing, they're scratching their heads. I'm like, I don't want to get in this plane. Oh no, I don't want to get in this plane. Finally, the captain comes in and uh, comes into the airport, and he's like, Oh, uh, the 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 flight is delayed. There are icebergs on the wing. <laughs> And so the, the flight got canceled because of icebergs on the way. Icebergs, yeah. And uh, so I got, I got bumped up to uh, to uh, first class. And you're in the lounge chair. But this is what they do in first class. I think that helps. It, it's it helps makes the experience much more enjoyable. It passes the time much quicker. When you get into first class, they give you a sandwich or a snack. Yeah. Then half an hour later, they give you a little little bundle of like booties and a, a, a mask for you, your you eyes. Were, you were in first they give class. You, they give you yeah, lotion. Clearly. They yeah. give you a little hand lotion. They give you stuff. And they give you, um, you know, all these different, it's a little little packet. And then a half an hour after that, they're like, oh, the, the bar is open if anybody would like a drink. And then it's half an hour civilized. for that, oh, the sandwich, yeah. the sandwich bar, it's not lunch, not dinner yet, but yeah. the sandwich bar is you're open. Not, you're not just the sort of spam in a can. And, and, that, and it, uh, but the, that, the thing is, they pace it out every half an hour and that takes up like, so something that happens. could take up like, like yeah. you know, 
the first two hours of the flight, well, and then the, the last two hours of the flight, they do the exact same thing, right. which means there's only four hours in the middle where you're left on your own. It's interesting um, how how actually boredom will lead to claustrophobia. You know, that, that happened to me. I have actually serious problems with claustrophobia on, on plane rides. I have various coping strategies I use that do not involve Xanax. Heroin? Um, no. No. Uh, but, uh, but you know, different, there's many different ways of dealing with it. Um, but uh, that sense of, of, you know, restlessness, and then you suddenly realize it's not even that the, it's not even physical claustrophobia. It's a mental claustrophobia where you're like, I, I can't stop having this experience. Yeah. And, and I don't want to anymore. And then you suddenly realize, no, I can't get out of this situation yeah. I'm in. And, and it becomes very, 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 very upsetting. Um, but like you were saying, certain distractions will 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 completely anything fix that. A packet I, of peanuts. Did I tell you about uh, you uh, know, my my uh, mission to Mars at Disney? What happened to me? Um, you freaked out. Oh my god! Cause a scene. Well, here's what happened. So um, we we get into we, we we're at Disney. I was with uh, my friend Eric and Sam, and um, we see the mission to Mars. And they you know they say, well, do you want the more intense one or the less intense? The more intense one apparently has like a centrifuge or something that makes it feel like gravity and all of this. So we said we'll do the less intense one. Yeah, no big deal. So we get in, and I, and I see the sign that says, if you're claustrophobic, don't do this. And I, of course, laugh, a jaunty laugh, and say, that won't be a problem. You know. So we get in, and I'm even on the outside. You know, I'm on, like, there's, like, four people in there, and there's, like, you know, far in, there's the people, you know, and then I'm near the door. So we sit down, and I'm like, okay, this is cramped, but no big deal. It looks neat. I've got, like, I've got my console in front of me, and this isn't looking neat. And uh, we sit down, and the door closes. And the first thing I notice, almost idly, is there's no handle on this door. <laughs> There's no handle. It's just a flat. You're piece already. Of metal. You're already. You've like, yourself on the path. And I look at that. And I go, huh? That's that's interesting. I'm like, okay. And then I look next to me. I see. I see uh, Erica next to me, and I'm like, wow, she's right up, right up against me here. This is okay. So then we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, this harness comes down. It's like a, a bar that goes onto my chest, and I'm like. Every time I take a breath, my chest touches this bar, and I start that, looking at chest. This, this chest. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, I don't like this. And I'm like, the ride isn't starting. Why isn't this ride starting? And then I'm like, I I can't do this. Okay, okay, we're we're gonna leave now. So I'm like, knock, knock, knock. Hello, knock, knock, knock. Um, I'd like to get off now. Knock, knock, knock. Nothing. And then, like, Erica looks at me, are you okay? I go, I'm not okay. I'm not okay at all. And I'm, like, knocking on the door. And just before I start screaming, the ride started. And then, fine. No problem. I'm like, yeah. oh, you were distracted I, oh, this is and cool. You were... We're going, oh, I'm in a spaceship. This is neat. You know, then it was fine. But it was that, it literally, it was the boredom. It was nothing was happening. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, something needs to happen. You know, um, my issue in planes is when the plane lands, everyone stands up. Yeah. They all stand up. And yeah, they've got ridiculous. nowhere to go. Yeah. They all stand up, though. And what happens is I sit there, and it's like, it's not so bad. You know, of course, you know, it's like, wow, I can't leave. Everyone's standing in the aisles. But that's not the problem. The problem is when they stand and stand and stand. And then there's a problem, and they're not opening the door, mm -hmm. or there's an issue with the gantry, or whatever that thing's called, that goes over it. And you're like, why is this not happening? Why are people not moving? What is going on? And that is what that is what kills me. So um, when I had my experience, this was in the know, late 90s or early early 2000s. There was no internet on planes. 
there's no smartphones, yeah. no tablets, right, no right. laptops on to be uh, off. nothing, yeah. right? Yeah. So for you, do you just, and that's why, you know, you eight hour flight of like, you just, there's nothing to do. When yeah. you, and, and coach, when you were uh, having these experiences, have you flown recently where that's been less of a problem? Because oh, you, you can sit there on your oh, phone and you can. Hey, listen, you love, can, love Dominion. It's I got Dominion in my phone. The, and, the, and the app of the, the, the board game Dominion. The board game Dominion. And you can always go to that. Video games are a great coping coping strategy for when these things happen. Another yeah. coping strategy. And this, I haven't this flown is, in a long, long time and I've been yeah. told that it's it's a different it's, game it's altogether. My, just having that yeah. is enormous. Um, other options that are very, very helpful. Um, if you do have claustrophobia, make sure you get an aisle seat. Okay, you will have that little bit of wiggle room. Uh, your leg can come out a little bit. Uh, yeah, not you know, obviously with the store. I, I, I but, had an aisle but, seat. Yeah, so aisle seats are helpful. Um, they're much better than being in a center or, or a window seat. But the aisle seats help. Another thing to do is don't look. When everybody stands up, look down at your feet mm. or close your eyes and wait. Looking is if as long as your eyes are closed. I did an MRI with my eyes closed the entire time. Just did not even open my eyes up. I was just closed the entire night. But that helps because it's the visual cues more than anything else that set you off for claustrophobia because you're seeing the limited space and you're seeing the people standing up. So those are good. And then um, centering, uh, meditation, prayer actually helps if you do it right. Mm -hmm. Um, That can be very helpful too. you can get into a meditative state, which is hard when you're anxious. But yeah. um, if you can do it, if you're good at it. So you, you um, mentioned a MRI. That's the spinning magnet. Yeah, you, you're pretty so much you're putting your head into a uh, into a clothes dryer. Somebody uh, posted online the other day uh, one of those machines running with the shroud off. Oh yeah, terrifying. Yeah, that thing spins around at six bajillion miles an hour. Yeah. It yeah. Uh, it looks like it's gonna fly apart into a billion pieces. You know what it's doing, right? It's whipping all your water molecules into a, a sort of circular current current is exactly as exactly what's happening it's basically tugging all your water molecules that's how it's that's how it does it that doesn't seem healthy you know it's it literally it tugs your brain meats and and everything else <laughs> it's weird um but uh no uh it's um flying uh, I, I don't like it uh it's a necessary evil uh it does get you where, where you, you need to, to go. go as fast as possible and it's great i mean if you were to tell Caesar that you can go from one end of well, the Roman Empire to the, to the next in f- six hours, he would just be like, that's the most amazing thing in the universe. For a future topic, we'll talk about the Hyperloop. Okay. Sounds good. So, Greg, did I ever tell you about my first rectal exam? <laughs> the first rectal exam the, you gave? No, you that received? I gave. That I gave. Actually, the one I, the one I received was 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 interesting, too. But, um, Fun? Uh, it, was, uh, it was an experience. All right. uh, it was breathtaking, literally. Uh, so, uh, so I was a young lad. I was a, a medical student, and I was working with uh, my uh, my attending physician. And um, I had to go do a physical on this gentleman. He was a big guy, about three hundred pounds, had a rage disorder. But he, he was cool with me. He was, we were we were cool. He was all right, you know. So, so I go into his room and I say, so you know, uh, you know, I got to do a, a physical. So I do my physical exam. I you know, write it all down. Thought I did a pretty good job. Go over to see uh, the doc, my attending, and he's reading it. And he goes. Tyler, there's something missing on this physical exam. I go, well, what is it? He goes, there's no rectal exam. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, all right. On the guy with the so, rage disorder. On the guy with the rage disorder. So I go there and I say, look, you know, my attending wants me to do a rectal exam. And the guy's like, you know, he's like, oh, all right. You know, so I get ready and I, you know, I get in there and he goes, ah! I'm like, what? Jeez, not that bad. You know, so I get, you know, walk, walk away. And um, the next day I'm walking down the hall and I go, oh, I forgot the lube. 
that poor, poor man. It's a good thing you didn't kill me. That's a true story. That's that's a hundred percent true. Sadly, Uh, it's just you know I and you know, but it's it's the little things. That That was a genuine. That was a genuine, honest to God true story. Yeah, and uh, you you. I, yeah, it was man I, with rage I, disorder. I believe he was. I believe the term is violated. <laughs> didn't, I didn't mean to. But you're lucky you didn't get. To, he could have killed me. He could have picked. He was big. He could lifted me up with one hand around my neck, and that would have been it. Shake me like a doll. That's a I terrible, that's a terrible, terrible story. story. And literally, I was in the hallway, and I just stopped. My eyes went wide and said, "What have I done?" <laughs> I did not go in to apologize. By the way, <laughs> that would have been weird. Like, that would have been the weirdest I, thing. Come of and all. I go. I go killer. I have to be honest with you. <laughs> I forgot the loop. Talk about so, making a weird situation. Which, even weirder. even weirder. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know. It's, but uh, yeah, it was um, uh, that that exam is a tough exam. I'm, I'm sure uh, we're, all know, we're, we're 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 all uh, we're all in our forties now, and uh, you know my brother just went through the first time. You know he went to you know doctor, uh, but his doctor um, <laughs> his doctor put my brother on the table, and he gives him a tissue. My brother's like, "What's this for?" And he goes, "It's to wipe the tears away." <laughs> <laughs> At least he has a good sense of humor. <laughs> At least he has a good sense of humor. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, so funny story. So, uh, you know, Greg Fisher, Tyler Smith, pretty boring names. They're yeah, pretty generic. I mean, it's just it's you know. Didn't you know someone? Uh, uh, it was Fisher or something else. Uh, your, I think it was your your wife's. Fisher Hunter? Oh, no, no. So when my wife and I were discussing having children, we have no children, but when we were discussing the possibility of having children, right. we're going to name this kid, right? Yeah. So my wife's uh, last name was Baker. Yeah. And uh, and I'm Fisher. Yeah. And we liked the name for a child uh, at the time, Hunter. Hunter. Hunter Fisher. Hunter Baker. Fisher. But if she if she hyphenated, it's very popular for a yeah. woman to hyphenate the, the the last name of the mother. She would be Hunter Baker Fisher. That he, he's like a, he's like a uh, an all round medi- medieval she she. Okay, so she's an all round medieval purveyor of food. But th- basically, that's, yeah, she's, she's well rounded. She can do she's all the, that. She's a whole the whole package. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Hunter Baker Fisher, I think would be. Well, we couldn't do that. That was and it, it and was it, terrible. And I would like you know I could I could name my kid uh, you know Tanner Smith. Miller. Tanner so, Smith. Tanner Smith. Wheelwright. Miller. Wheelwright. <laughs> right, exactly. Shipwright. You know, they, they get it all covered. But, um, yeah, no, when we were uh, when we were in uh, med school, we noticed there were certain things in, in uh, physiology class that sounded like people's names, you know? So there's like a breakdown of a hemoglobin called bilirubin, which, of course, is Billy Rubin. Who's, of course. You know, this Jewish guy, he lives in the, he lives in the you know, the, the Bronx, and yeah. uh, it's Billy Rubin. You know Billy Rubin? Yeah, he was over at the IWW, but, you know. And then you got... Uh, Aldosterone, which is a, uh, a hormone that uh, regulates salt balance, and that's aldosterone. Aldo, hey, Aldo, hey, Aldo, aldosterone. How you doing? How you doing? It's Aldo. I'm doing good. How you I doing? I love salt. Give me an anchovy. Because <laughs> <laughs> aldosterone loves salt, right? So yeah. And I believe there's one uh, that that you've you've encountered. Uh, the, oh, the, my doctor. The, yeah. Yeah. My doctor, Doctor Bolus Kime. Bolus Kime. Yeah. Yeah. Bolus Kime. Yeah. Bolus Kime. Yeah. He t- he takes it in small gulps. <laughs> and uh, that's time time. <laughs> and what about borborygmy? Well, yeah, borborygmy is my Bo- accountant. Borbor- 
Yeah. Does he make funny noises in his belly? He, when it's you talk weird. To him? It is weird. It's uh, yeah, subtle underlying noises, and you know, I'm wondering where they're coming from or, yeah, or what his issue that, is. That but, could be uh, yeah. the, the the sound that he's he's making. Yeah. Uh, Borborigmi. Yeah. After eating drinking soda. And, uh, so speaking about Baker and Fisher, when I uh, when my wife and I lived in Florida, we had our names on the door. Baker, yeah. Fisher, Baker. Yeah. And then we threw a third one in there. Candlestick maker. Candlestick maker. There you go. Fisher Baker candlestick maker. How did I? Maker. I just yeah, sort of you knew that. that. Yeah, I knew yeah. it right off that. So here that I'm, the, I'm, I'm being very clever, and it's that, the most obvious that follows. thing. Follows. Well, what am I going to do? You know, we can't all be. Now the trouble with with a, a name discussion, of course, is that we actually can't use names because these are actual people. Oh, like and for real people. For real people. Yeah. I mean, that, and there's all ones I could go on to, on and on about, but uh, you can't really. Uh, can't, uh, the names have got to be changed to protect the innocent. The names and the sex. Yes. And the sex. When, when we did the, the Dave Scrotum episode, of course. You had that, to change the was, sex of the... It was a woman. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. Tyler. <sighs> so uh, on that uh, cheerful note, we're out of time. Um, sadly, free market economy development and former Soviet bloc countries will have to wait for another podcast. I know you were particularly looking forward to that. Uh, I, I was I, not. You were, you were not. Well, but I mean, you know, you, you've got about 16 sheets of paper here that you're going to be reading off about, uh, you know, all these uh, statistics you know, Uzbekistan and, yeah, and, and Georgia and all these. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, on that note, uh, we'd like to bid you a, a very good night or day, depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, we will uh, we will talk to you next week. Yeah. So thank you for listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast. Uh, today we learned about uh, hobbies, wonderful hobbies, uh, bad ideas. And, and we've uh, had a few. We've had a few. And uh, the, the one we spoke about today I think was pretty pretty yep. bad. Hopefully that, that'll never come to fruition. Yes. Uh, and we talked about uh, Tyler, Dr. Tyler Smith's first rectal. It was giving, not, not receiving. Well, well, maybe we'll get to that someday no. as well. I, I, uh, I hope. You, are you going to nix that? I hope that we don't. Anyway, thank you for listening and happy pretending. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website, as you've probably guessed, at pretendtoimagine.com. Web designed by Small Hall Studios, produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. If you can, please give us five stars to get the word out about our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.